Steam locomotives were some of the most powerful machines ever built. They pulled trains that fueled our imagination. They represented vision, collaboration, ingenuity, customer service, and extraordinary human achievement. But in order to get to their destination, it took someone guiding them through a series of switches in order to get to the main line. Just like leaders today, it takes someone directing them down the right path in order to get to their destination. Welcome to Mainline Executive Coaching ACT, which stands for and Cultural Transformation, hosted by Master Certified Intelligent Leadership Executive Coaches, Michael Bailey and Rich Barron. With over 50 years of successful cultural transformation and quantum leadership development between them. Once again, thanks for joining us and enjoy today's show. Well, in case you didn't know, this is Mainline Executive Coaching ACT. Welcome. Just, just in case. <laughs> just in case you didn't know, just to give you a little bit of help. Yeah. ACT. It is for leaders. It is about action. It is about and cultural transformation. And today we're going to be talking about something, yep, that can be very much um, a negative or a positive on your culture, depending on how you wisely or unwisely handle it. Yes. Patternization with your employees, not so much a good idea, probably a very bad idea. So that's what we're going to talk about today. My partner, Rich Barron. I'm Michael nope. Bailey. We're happy to have you here. Welcome. Anytime, drop by. we got something good for you. And we uh, encourage you to uh, get back to us. Email us. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you'd like us to talk about. So fraternization is what we picked today. What about that, Rich? What about fraternization? You know, how often in the workplace have we heard the term or you heard the term, they must have pictures on that person? Oh, yeah. Or, yeah, uh, one of those things are how come they're constantly in so-and-so's office? And or did you hear about the party at the boss's house over the weekend? You know, some of those things, you, you hear a lot about that. You hear a lot of people, the, the water cooler talk about the weekend or just a little bit too much familiarity with uh, throughout the organization. And you know, we're not saying that having friends at work is bad, but there's a thin line between being professional and being too personal. And that's a lot about what we got to talk about uh, today and the potential consequences of that, that happening. You know, we are a social animal. We like to socialize with other people. We like to rub elbows and talk and visit. And uh, over time, you, you spend more time at work often than you do at home. You know, there can be long hours at work and and not as much time at home. And you can start just just by being around people. Did you know that just by being around people? It's a, it's a thing that the FBI uh, studied and looked at, you know, frequency, proximity, intensity, duration. I mean, all those are the ways that they break down spies from other countries. Yeah. And so imagine if you're not a spy, but it's just a social, you know, a social uh, situation, or I shouldn't say social, but professional situation, you know, frequency, duration, intensity, proximity, all those things come into play that because you, you're doing it day in and day out for years. And you get to know each other pretty well. And sometimes it's kind of easy to slip that little boundary of 
respect and professionalism and fall into a whole other world that can be very painful. It can be. And and here's a, here's the thing. Uh, according to Forbes, was looking at this just earlier today. A lot. This happens a lot with new employ, uh, new emerging leaders. Hmm. You know that that try to make friends and and uh, you know cross all borders and they get a little bit out of control, a little bit too friendly, and you know even before the inks dried on their promotion, that's that's where a lot of the problems lie. It's not so much with seasoned leaders or leaders who really understand how to make high performing teams. It's those that are really trying to maybe overdo it by becoming buddy-buddy with the people on their teams or, you know, after work, on the weekends, or even during work. And the problem is, is there's some things that that really start to happen that um, there's some signs there that that you got to look out for. Uh, And let me, I'm just going to go through those real quick, Michael, if I can. Okay. Number one, first one is you're hesitant to give directions. You become hesitant. Despite the fact that setting the course is your role, you find yourself holding back. That's because you are you might be concerned about giving direction to those people you've become really chummy with. Another one, the lines of authority have become blurred. I think that's a very important one. Um, rather than being the leader of the team, you find yourself more and more often shunted into the role of a consultant. or how do I, you know, how do I become the leader when they're my best friends? Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Lack of efficiency. Lack of efficiency. When you become too familiar with your employees, there becomes a lack of efficiency. They're not looking at you as a leader as so much as your buddy. Somebody you know? that they can get away with things. Yeah. That's what it really comes down to. Can I get away with, you know? Oh, I know yeah. Paul said this, but yeah, you know, I think I can get away with you know this. Yep. Here's another one. You start selectively listening to certain people on your team. Yeah. And it becomes very noticeable. Yeah. You know, playing favorites, maybe, if you will. Uh another one, you find yourself providing excuses for certain team members when someone's not pulling their weight or someone's not performing or or working on the team as they should, you find yourself starting to provide excuses for that individual, not wanting to cross a path of friendship versus leadership versus, you know, the, 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 the employee leader relationship becomes too friendly. And here's the other one. Last but not least you're not regularly evaluating the performance of each team member. You know, you're not actually going out and giving the feedback to each of these employees. They deserve it just like everybody on the team should. So that's, those are some of those are six things you can uh, look for. If you feel yourself maybe crossing those lines or others recognize you're crossing those lines. Those are some, some of the things you need to be looking for. And I would suggest that you, it, it's a good idea to look at why would you go down that road? What is it you need as a person that you're not getting from yourself or from your own personal uh, relationships from work? If you're looking for, you're looking to please people, if you feel like you're kind of needy and you got to have friends and and uh, you feel like you want to be accepted, 
And there's a whole bunch of jazz that starts happening there that has nothing to do with work. It's your own personal junk, you might say, that you're bringing yeah. to the position. Yeah. I want to take a, take a hard look at that because unless you get that stuff handled and get it really right, you're not going to ever be an effective leader. You're always going to be this kind of syncophant leader, this kind of hanger-on, people-pleaser, uh, weak, uh, weak backbone kind of leader the other the other side of it though is the is the leader that is uh dominant and controlling and likes to control people uh, and they can get into relationships with people that that becomes personal and they're doing it out of sense of you know i want you to do what i want you to do both oh, absolutely here at office and then outside working hours that's another angle of that whole thing of problem with fraternization so it can go both ways you know one up, one down, people get yourself in problems. So leadership is really all about knowing how to manage yourself well, motivate yourself well so that you can interact other, with other people to get the best out of them. That's what that's really all about. And if you don't know how to do that, I'm going to be very frank with you, you got to get some help. You got to figure out who you are as a leader, what your real values and principles are, yeah. how to manage yourself more effectively. Following the guidelines and principles, and uh, you know of the you know SOPs of the of the organization, so that you don't get caught up in a lot of stuff about make me feel important, rather than let's get the job done. Absolutely, and you know, I think if you just realize, just stay professional, keep it professional, not personal. Pro yeah, professional distance. Professional, per and, and there's no problem with with asking someone about how the weekend was. No problem with that at all. No problem with asking, you know, how the day is or how the family's doing or something like that. But when it comes down to getting a debrief on a breakup, maybe, <laughs> or a, a date over the weekend, or whose party you both attended, then it's crossing those lines. I, I was talking to someone this weekend, Michael, about this very thing. And it was sad because this this individual is here for a funeral for a coworker. But a lot of the people that were there at the funeral, she told me some things about, you know, their professional life and how one of them, who is a senior leader in the organization, is well known for the parties that she throws for everybody in the company at her house and how often she has seen this person passed out passed out, gone to her bedroom, leaving the rest of the, the the party to do whatever they want. And she said it was interesting how many people in her hierarchy, in her department, were the ones that stuck around at these parties, the ones you would see at these parties all the time. They made up the, the her team, essentially. It was handpicked. And it was handpicked because they were the ones who we're doing all the partying with her and the simple fact that even when they knew someone had screwed up, there was nothing done about it. Who has pictures? Who knows what? Who has personal information that they don't want getting out to someone else in the organization? That becomes a problem. And it was seen it several times in different organizations I worked with. There was a study done where they went out and they studied the best teams in terms of performance. And what was interesting about that was that 
these teams, when they were at work, were highly connected, uh, had each other's back, knew how to work together, knew how to uh, support each other and get the, you know, get the best out of it uh, to get the job done, but really didn't go out and socialize afterwards. Yeah. See, to me, I think that's a good example of just being an adult. Go to work, do your work, do your work well, have great relationships there at work, then go home, live your life. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a hard thing for a lot of people. And you know, I've got some great friends that I've made uh, in the workplace over the years and still great friends with to this day. We'll be friends with till probably the day I die. But at the same time, it was kept professional. We are professionals. And to this day, you know, we, we've gone our separate ways in different, you know, our, our careers, but still stay in touch with what we're doing. There was, and we were still, we were a very high performing team with a lot of those, those places we were working at. So there's, there's nothing wrong with having friends at work. It's, it's the lines that need to be drawn in the sand, the boundaries. That's right. You know what you're not supposed to do, so don't do it. Yeah, don't know? do it. Yep. Don't do it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it so isn't this cultural appropriation oh no now i'm in trouble <laughs> yeah here's here's another big one michael is social media mm -hmm. speaking of don't do it is it yeah. wise to, to have everybody at your office on you know friends on your social media you know if there's things you don't want to share at work and you know that you share on your social media i would strongly recommend you don't definite yeah. lines you need to be be aware of yeah sometimes those uh those need for needs and they they really they are needs for connection that we all have however when they get out of control they can become very very biting and yeah. bitter in their consequences yeah. all right so people need to Figure out what they need to do at work and what are the appropriate kinds of relationships to have. What kind of spaces do you need? What kind of spaces do you got to give your other people? And don't get them intermingled. Get them, don't get them mixed up so that you get really things screwed up. Yeah. Um, you know, Get that straightened out so that you can be a better leader. Your team needs you to be the best leader you could be. They don't need the freaking, you know, soapbox opera crap. No. You know, they just don't need that. We just don't need any of that. So what do you want to give a shout out today? Shout out today, um, who, Michael? Well, you know, I think there's some people that I really like a lot over there in England, in Great Britain. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we like those people over there in the uh, the kings now. The king, it's not the queens, but the qu king's uh, domain. So I give a shout out to those folks over there in Great Britain, UK. Best Absolutely. to you. Keep watching. Spread the word. Golly, spread the word. Yeah. Do you know our number one city in the world that has been downloading, that we get the most downloads from, is London. Really? London. So, yeah, great shout out. But great shout out to everybody out there. So, what do you want, London? What is it you're keep coming back and watching? What do you, what are we not giving you? Yeah, well, I'll, I'll tell you what, we're having a party at Michael's house if you want to come. <laughs> we're definitely not having a party at Michael's house. <laughs> Let's get that straight. <laughs> yeah. Executive Leaders Act, ILEC.com. Reach out, talk to us, and uh, let's, let's have a great conversation. Let's get to know each other. Absolutely. All right. All the best to you, folks.
Till next time, take care. With all of the issues facing leaders and organizations today, you need executive coaching more than ever. Go to our websites, richbarronexecutivecoaching.com or michaelbailey.com. You can also find us both on LinkedIn. Reach out to us and let's sit down and find out just how bright your future can be with executive coaching. We'd also like to thank all of our supporters in over 60 countries and 600 cities worldwide who have helped to make us one of the top executive coaching podcasts in the world. From Rich Barron and Michael Bailey, this is Mainline Executive Coaching ACT. Thank you and take care.